Broadcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world, you're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 65 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I asked you about collaboration and authentic audiences. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about the way you maintain your device and organize your physical device space. I'll share a little more about this later in this episode. I'd love to hear how you manage your device, organizing emails, and stay on top of it all. Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is SpiderScribe. SpiderScribe is an online mind mapping and brainstorming tool. It lets you organize your ideas by connecting notes, files, calendar events, and more in freeform maps. You can collaborate and share those maps online. I've loved using it with teams of people, and their free offering allows me to bring people together to share in a very basic and simple way across multiple tools. The paid Teams version also adds functionality, as does the new iPad app called SpiderScribe Junior, which is suitable for learners in your classroom as well. I highly recommend that you take a look at SpiderScribe.net. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about collaboration and creating opportunities for students via authentic audiences. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about your device, the way you manage and organize your workspace online, and how you stay on top of it all. One of the things I'm a little pedantic on is being organized. That also goes into keeping my desktop on my devices clean and tidy and making sure that I don't have hundreds of unread emails. It's just one of my things, but I'm always curious about other people's strategies and how you stay on top of it all. Today, I wanted to share some of the things that I do and also share some things I've learned about being organized. If you're a little OCD like me, you probably don't like the notification bubbles on your mobile device showing how many missed notifications you've had or how many emails you have. And when you see someone's screen across from you or beside you that has more than 10,000 notifications sitting there, you physically cringe. Over time, I've learned a few things about organization and identifying what's important to me, context specific. Today, I wanted to talk about organization on my device and how I stay on top of it all. Here are my top five tips and suggestions to bring organization to your life and device so you can feel a little less stressed and a little more satisfied with your days. Number one, scheduling weekly declutter times. Every week in my schedule, I put in one hour to declutter my desktop and organize my files. When we're busy in between meetings, especially in today's COVID times of back-to-back -back calls, we often quickly download, save something and think, oh, I'll come back to that later. But the reality though is that we don't do that. We don't come back to it because life takes over. 
So to save myself the pain of seeing stuff everywhere, I have a recurring event in my calendar every week that gives me a reminder to declutter and organize my files into folders. I spend time renaming files, placing them in designated folders, and making sure that everything is where it should be. Not only does it make me feel better, but it helps me find what I need in a much more efficient way. Creating folders for your most important files and most used things is critical to stay on top of it all. Cleaning those files that are not needed can also speed up your device and speed up processing time. So get to it. Number two, to-do lists. I'm a big believer of to-do lists. And the best thing that I did this year was to start placing my to-do lists on my weekly calendar. Once it pops up, I do it. Rather than having a to-do list that grows out of hand and never gets completed, adding actionable items to my calendar has helped me use my time to be more efficient and complete tasks when I have gaps in my schedule. I run by the idea that if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't happen. And this alone has really helped me separate my work and personal life and maintain a clear work-life balance for the first time in many years. An alternative way to do this is using a project management app like Basecamp to stay organized with separate to-do lists, due dates, and schedules for each of your endeavors. Basecamp syncs your information between your computer, your phone, and your tablet, allowing you to start a new project or finish up an old task anytime, anywhere. Number three, shutting down your device. If you're like me at the end of the day, I shut the lid, charge my device, and forget about it all, often never shutting it down or restarting it until it no longer functions the way I want it to. I've started getting better now at routinely shutting down my device every night, and this has changed the functionality of my laptop daily. It runs faster and smoother than ever before, simply because I spend 10 seconds to shut it down every day and 10 seconds to reboot it every morning. Add to this that I do updates regularly now when they're available instead of waiting for them to pile up. My device feels like a brand new one every day. Number four. One of the things I'm not so good at is deleting things that I no longer use from my recently downloads folder, for example, both on my phone and my laptop. There's no need to hang on to every program you've ever downloaded, especially if it's just taking up space. You can actually delete unused programs by dragging them from your applications folder into the trash if you're on a Mac device, or from your recent downloads folder, for example. This deletes most of the associated files with the app or program, such as data generated. Depending on your operating system, this process is simple, but make sure you're deleting all of the associated files and folders from the application as well. And number five, it's one thing to put files into folders, but it's an entirely different thing to actually know what each file is. This is where file naming becomes very important. Don't allow files to be created that have meaningless names like document1.doc or folders like new folder2. Take that extra 20 seconds and come up with a meaningful name with some key words for that file or folder with a clear strategy, one that accurately helps you find its content without repeating the entire contents in the name. This will save you hours in the long run, something that I'm learning now that I wish I'd known years ago. Once you come up with an organizational plan, make sure you stick to it. You need to be disciplined. Every new file you get, spend those extra few seconds to file it where it belongs. Otherwise, in a few months, you'll be worse off than before. Half your files will be organized and half will be disorganized and you won't know which is which. Being aware of your messy ways can help keep your computer organized. So store photos in one spot, always move your files into folders and delete anything that's not being used. And you should be well on your way 
to a much more organized technology stack. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Trav Golter. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Travis Golter, who you may know as at Trav Golter on Twitter. Travis and I have been connected for a long time now, and I'm constantly inspired by his podcast and his work in education. Travis is a teacher and podcaster based in Queensland, Australia. Travis's podcast, Just a Teacher, is a hit with the education community that aims to shine a light on the people who accept the responsibility of being a teacher. Everything from why to become a teacher to the challenges faced every day, Travis tackles this with his high-quality guests from all over the world. Travis, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? Let's go for it, Craig, and what an introduction. I need a copy of that. Um, I'm going to throw it on my LinkedIn or somewhere. (laughs) It's awesome. You're welcome, man. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Uh, I'm currently a deputy principal in what we call a state school here in Queensland in Australia, so working, I guess, uh, in a public school. It's been a, a big year of change for me, for me, Craig. I was in the independent sector for about seven or so years and have returned to the public sector. Um, so what inspires me is opportunity to make a difference every day. I know it might sound a little bit cliche, but I love it. I love supporting learners, supporting teachers, supporting parents uh, to hopefully for our learners to live a life of choice, not chance. I think that's my big thing. That's my big motivator. I love it. Yeah, choice, not chance. That's very, very cool. And, you know, as you embark on this new role and in your career, I'm sure you're thinking ahead as well. You know, what are your next big goals in your career? What do you want to do or achieve that you haven't been able to do yet? Yeah, that's a that's a really great question, Craig. One one I've been pondering this year. It's 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 really been a big year for me. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I did go into to going. Look, I would love to be leading my own primary school uh, in a principal role. That's what I what I thought I wanted to do. If you asked me this about two months ago, I thought that was it, Craig. Uh, I'm not 100% sure at the moment. What I just want want to find is a position that continually brings me joy and challenges me. I just want to continue to be challenged. I continue want to learn and I continue want to get joy from the work I do. So my next big goal is I just want to become the best damn leader I can be. I want to keep working on that, refining myself. And I think the better I get, the better outcomes I'll get for the teams I lead and the learners I work with. So yeah, I think the big... Next big goal for me is, yeah, just adding a few more tools to my leadership toolkit. So coaching is a big thing for me. I really want to refine my coaching, my instructional coaching. Very, very cool. And it's a cool mindset to have as well. I think, you know, a lot of people think that there's only one track to leadership in schools. And, you know, it's when you look outside of the bubble often of the schools that we're in, we recognize now that schools are far more diverse than than we might expect them to be. And they allow us opportunities to lead in many different ways. I'm excited to hear that as well. That's really cool. 
Tell us about your podcast, Trev, and, and why we should be tuning into it. Oh, well, it's a it's a good, uh, um, what would I say, a dessert after the main course of uh, the Ignite EdTech podcast, so you can always probably put them back to back. The podcast aims to tell the stories of the people behind the the whiteboard or the chalkboard or, or behind, I guess, the teaching career. So I'm hoping it's just not a podcast that my mum and some fellow teachers listen to, but it's also a podcast that people outside of the education industry listen to. And you, and I think you can learn a lot from the guests. I know I have. I, I have said it's purely a selfish pursuit of mine because it's the best professional learning I've ever had is talking to educators, school leaders, coaches, consultants from all around the world about their journey in education. Yeah, what they want to what they have achieved and what they want to achieve. And I just learned so much personally and professionally. So uh, yeah, I'd love, yeah, I, I think from a teaching perspective to tune in, hopefully it'd be a great professional development tool. But for someone outside of education, hopefully they would get a deep appreciation for the people who take on the challenge, people who who continue to, yeah, revel in that. It's awesome to hear. You know, I think it's an important piece of the puzzle when we, um, you know, dive into these sorts of podcasts where we're actually listening to people and finding out what makes people tick. I think it's really cool. And, you know, I'm excited to be on your podcast as well and excited to be able to delve into that and share it to our community here as well you know i'm a big believer in amplifying others voices and and hopefully that can can help here as we start to you know come together and support each other and and what we do all over the world yep super keen super keen craig can't wait to have you on let's dive into some quick fire questions uh the first thing that comes to your head and try to give us a little bit of a why uh as well so the first one what is your hashtag one word for 2021 I'm just going to go joy, mate. My hashtag is joy. Find your joy. That That's because that's what this year is being about. I've, yeah, I felt at the end of 2020 for a range of different reasons and the start, I wasn't finding my joy. Um, I was getting complacent and I took some big decisions and I've got back to just stuff that brings me joy. I love it. It's a, an important piece of the puzzle, I think, for everyone to have that joy. Great call out. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? Oh, good one. And I don't want to sound cliche, but Twitter has been a bit of a game changer for me for, I guess, when I joined, I got really encouraged to join Twitter from some friends in education, some teaching friends and said, get on there. And the connections I've made through it, being part of chats, just resource sharing. I know social media can get a lot of bad raps and rightly so at times. You see some of the horrid stuff that happens. But Edu Twitter for me, the education sphere on Twitter has only been positive and has only been supportive, mate. It's it's my best resource. If you're not on there, get on there. It's the best professional learning community. Very, very cool. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more, mate. I actually just had a call earlier on today where launching our, our professional learning portal, uh, EduSpark, and I was just chatting to a, a principal in Germany and we were talking about Twitter and how we had connected and the power of a connection and, and how, you know, this conversation wouldn't have happened without that connection. And it's true, you know, I love the informal nature of using social media for learning and purely for learning. You know, I don't jump on Twitter and do anything else with it. You know, it's where I go to learn. It's where I go and engage with my crew. It's where I go and ask questions and get the answers I want and need. And I've had very few negative experiences in that space. So, you know, massive shout out to anyone that's thinking of jumping on Twitter. 
get on board, follow Trev and I, and we'll make sure you feel feeling welcome and comfortable. Right. You know, when you, you think about teachers in your school and people that you work with all of the time, you know, you, you obviously come across a few tools. I'd love for you to show us or tell us a little bit about uh, your go-to EdTech tool that the listeners here today need to try. I, I, look, I'm sure quite a lot of listeners are using this one, uh, Craig, and I know you would have talked about it too, but I can't go past OneNote. And it's really, really hit home changing sectors is the ability of OneNote to be such a versatile tool. I, I was in a, a Microsoft Showcase school prior to the school I'm in at the moment. So it was all around really in Microsoft tools. I'm now in a, a school where we mainly use iPads, but I can use my OneNote on a range of different devices. I can be pulling my notes from from different notebooks that I've had in previous in my previous roles going, oh, I've got that great notebook. I'll bring that over. I've been using it, keeping notes and meetings, being able to access all the time. I use it as a teaching tool. It's like a, a whiteboard for me, uh, interactive whiteboard. I just hook it up, digital ink on there. Class notebook is is for teachers is an amazing tool to be able to use. And I've been supporting some of my, my, my teachers in my school who haven't used that before. And they're just like, wow, going into a snap lockdown like we did. It's, it's just enabled them to be really set up for success. I just think it's so versatile um, and it just has so many different functions and you can just use it in so many creative ways. Yeah, it's, it's, it is my go-to because I was thinking about that, Craig, is what's a tool that I use every day without doubt? It would be OneNote. Great shout out. What's a daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress and succeed in your career, Trev? I would say practicing gratitude like finding those moments, um, really focusing on gratitude. I think not only do you feel better, you make someone else feel better. So when you see it, you name it, you share it, you celebrate it, be it a colleague you've seen, you might have seen just doing an amazing lesson, let them know about it. Just go, hey, that was sensational what I just saw in your classroom. If you see a learner just fully immersed into drawing, oh, I don't know, drawing some some of my learners are really into drawing cartoons and animation and I see them. I, just, I love watching you draw. You just, it's so awesome to watch. Just finding those, those moments to be grateful. Um, I know often we can get bogged down um, and with the challenges we face um, in life, in schools, in our roles, but if we just take a moment, take a deep breath, those mo- the positive moments will pre- present themselves. So just grab them and celebrate them and spread it wide gratitude if you were to have any job in the world what would it be and why any job i would be probably playing shooting guard for the la clippers in the nba mate that's a great question and i could have done another cliche thing and just gone teaching i love teaching geez i love it but if i was being really selfish it would be playing professional basketball And, and once I retire, I'd go back into teaching. I promise everybody I would. I would. And, you know, last big question here, but what's your favorite education-focused quote? I love this one. And it's, it's, it's I think, pinned at the top of my um, Twitter profile, um, who dares to teach must never cease to learn. I heard that somewhere and it just encompasses everything I t- think teaching should be about is that you never cease to learn. If you If you think you're done learning and teaching, I'm worried because you can always be working on something. As your podcast shows us, Craig, there's always something new. There's, there's, you can be always learning in the ed tech realm, innovation, etc. Mate, you, 
you never stop learning. Great shout out, mate. Yeah, 100%. And that's why we do what we do, isn't it? What's the best way, Trev, for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Oh, look, I, th- I think through the the usual channels, like, yeah, as you mentioned, thanks for the shout out before on Twitter at Trav Galter. Um, DMs are open, the, the comments are, yeah, just reach out. If you have questions about anything or, or want to network or be pointed in the right direction, if I can help, I will. Um, there's Just a Teacher uh, pod has its own Twitter handle, LinkedIn, and just like where you find Ignite EdTech podcast, come and find the Just a Teacher podcast as well. Um, yeah. Awesome, mate. We'll make sure the links to all of those in the podcast notes below. Thanks for your time. Cheers, man. Thanks, Craig. Loved it, mate. Next week, join me for episode 66 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by the amazing team from Third Eye Ed. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last episode, I gave away a seat in the EduSpark professional learning portal, valued at $200 for a year of unlimited learning at eduspark.world. To win, you needed to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winner has already been contacted directly by me, and it is Hafizal Shahar. Congratulations, Hafizal. This week, I'm giving away another seat in the EduSpark professional learning portal. What you need to do is go to bit.ly slash edtechwin. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 29th of September, and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. If you enjoyed today's episode, please, please, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too so we can reach even more people and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you liked today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.